The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. After Jesus was baptized, he was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I recently picked up a book about the ascent of Mount Denali in Alaska. It was written in the 1920s when Alaska was a very, very different place. Hudson Stuck, who just as it turns out, was an Episcopal priest, led this first recorded expedition to successfully summit Denali and wrote five books about it. But what struck me from this book was the packing list for the expedition. You're just going to have to listen to this. To eat, they packed. Herbs worst, whatever that is. Uh, They packed 20 pounds of milk chocolate, five pounds of China tea tablets, 10 pounds Smyrna figs, and 10 pounds of sugared almonds. That was their food. To me, that is quite questionable, but who am I? I have not been to the top of Mount Denali. But packing and preparing for the wilderness means that you make important decisions for how you're going to travel. And for most of us, when we travel in the wilderness, it means packing light. You know, when I was a preteen, I made my first backpacking trek into the wild woods. The leaders of the trip, I still remember, sat us all down and tried to scare some sense into us. I remember they said very seriously, we are striking out for the woods, and you really need to pack light, carrying only the essentials that you need for this journey. If we're going to make it out, you have to keep up and pull your weight. Your pack is your responsibility. 
Well, the trail boss made me really think twice about the book that I had packed. I thought it was necessary for my ultimate well-being, but she took one look at it and sneered, calling it bulky. We had to lay out all the insides of our pack for inspection, and she would come around and cluck disapprovingly if someone had tried to sneak in lip gloss or extra pairs of underwear. (laughs) Travel light, travel light, I can hear her still saying. Travel light, and you can travel far. And I wonder if perhaps Jesus would tell us the same thing today. Travel light as you cross the wilderness. Carry only what is necessary. Leave behind all your heavy burdens. And trust in God to provide the rest. As we hear him setting out today in our gospel, driven by the Spirit into the wilderness, it seems like he takes nothing for his journey. No food, no water, no tent, nothing. He leaves the scene of his baptism in the River Jordan, and we wonder if he's maybe even dry from the river water. Driven up by the Spirit into the wilderness, He fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, a really, really long time, like a Moses in the desert kind of long time. And in that time, he's praying and meditating, letting his hunger make him keenly aware of his dependence on God. He's brought nothing for this journey. But in truth, he has already everything that he needs Because he came ready, fed by scripture, sure in his identity as the son of God, and with faith in God who, just before his baptism, said, this is my son, my beloved, and with him I am well pleased. You see, Jesus travels light because he has exactly what he needs. With scripture, all from the book of Deuteronomy, he can outplay the devil at his own game. And having fasted and prayed, he is strengthened by his relationship with God. And when he beats the tempter, angels show up out of nowhere to minister to his every need. If Jesus had a wilderness survival kit for us this Lent, I think this would be it. Prayer. Scripture, reliance on God. Because that what is what gets us through every wilderness that we encounter. And honestly, this survival kit is what gets us through all of life's ups and downs. Because traveling light means traveling far. And we have a long way to go with God. So maybe there are things that it would be better for you to leave behind on this leg of the journey. And as you pray today, maybe imagine laying out all of your spiritual backpack with Jesus. Take time as you place each item and lay it down. Take out fear. Put it down. Take out anxiety. Lay it aside. Take out resentment. Take out self-righteousness. Take out self-loathing. Take out insecurity. Take out all the sin that clings to your heart 
and travel light. Put back in your backpack that wilderness survival kit. Put back love and prayer. Prayer has this capacity to expand within us and make us feel a love and compassion beyond our ability. Prayer can shift our perspective and open us up to new possibilities. And sometimes we think about prayer as speaking at God, saying all our intercessions, our hopes, our fears, and it is. But prayer is first and foremost listening for God. God is speaking to us all the time. So prayer allows our souls to receive God's message of wholeness. Make sure you pack prayer in that backpack. Next, put in scripture. Pack in your scripture. Like Jesus says today, it is food for our journey. And Jesus had memorized these passages from Deuteronomy that countered each word of the devils that he encountered in the desert. So the word of God nourishes us. It nourishes our souls when they are parched. It reminds us of God's promises to us. And I hear Episcopalians say all the time that they feel like they don't know the Bible. But the truth is our prayer book is almost all scripture. You know more than you realize. So find yourself a good commentary. Be curious about the Bible and feed yourself with scripture. Because you'll find it brings hope and resilience when you need it most. And truly, this is all you need for your journey, because God will provide the rest. Like those angels that ministered to Jesus in his time of need, God's life-giving presence is the foundation of all our being. That presence is every breath that you take in and every bit of life as you breathe out. So this Lent, practicing letting go of all your burdens opens your souls, opens your hands to receive the gift of resurrection life that God is sending to you in Jesus. So this Lent, our spiritual disciplines call us to look at ourselves clearly, to repent and let God's Spirit dwell richly in our souls. So unpack all the unnecessary stuff holding you back. Because all you need is this spiritual wilderness survival kit. So travel light, my friends. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.